And we are super psyched to welcome our newest sponsor, Thunder Road Guitars. Thunder Road Guitars is the Pacific Northwest best source for premium, new, used, and vintage guitars, amplifiers, and pedals. Online or in their Seattle, that's West Seattle, or Portland stores. You'll find fantastic customer service and a terrific vibe. I know because I'm in there a lot. Grab a cup of coffee, swing on in, don't spill your coffee, and check it all out. And now if you use code TOURSTORIES10, you can get 10% off at thunderroadguitars.com. Yes, that's me playing guitar. Hello, big news from our friends over at DistroKid. They now have an app. This app works on iOS and Android, of course, and it's available in the Apple Store and Google Play Stores and all the stores where you buy apps. Go check it out. It's got a lot of cool features. You can upload new releases. You can get notified when you've earned royalties. Awesome. You can withdraw from the app via push notifications. A little dangerous for me, but rad. Anyways, go check it out. It's all at distrokid.com app. And don't forget, you can still get 30% off your DistroKid account by going to distrokid.com VIP slash tour stories. Have a great one. We continue to celebrate our friends and partners over at Isotope, and we got some big news for you. The gold standard of audio repair, RX11, is coming in May. In the meantime, you can buy RX10 now on sale and get RX11 absolutely free when it's released. Tour Story listeners get 10% off by using code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. All at isotope.com. That's I-Z-O-T-O-P-E.com. Hello? Hi. Joe. Yo. That last take had a lot of peas in it. Well, sometimes takes have a lot of peas, and I'm not great at curling my lips. You think we need to maybe rewrite that? Do we have time to rewrite that with a few less peas? What are we going to replace purple with? Uh, good point. What are we going to replace empanadas with? Hmm. Pastry? Taquito? No. Different food. Empanada is a pastry. Pastry also starts with P. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. And we're stuck. Can we fix it? Can we fix it? There's got to be something we can fix it with. Maybe Isotope. Uh, yeah, well, Isotope has a plosive plugin. Let's use it. Let's use it, please. It's the perfect plosive plugin <laughs> um, for these type of problems. Slap some Isotope on that bad boy. Let's do it. Thank you. How's this, Joe? He placed the empanada on a purple towel. It's great. Thanks, Isotope. To learn more, visit isotope.com slash ruinous. You can get a 10% discount on all their software if you enter the code RUIN10. That's RUIN10. Now get into this episode. Did you really just run it through the plosives? Yep. Hey, hey. Fred, sorry, my phone's a little weird. Hey, it's Joe Plummer. Uh, is this Fred? How are you? Good, I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Um, sorry to bother you so much about this. Uh, I was just wondering if I'm working on this tour story podcast. Yeah, you told me. Pilot, yeah. Um, 
you think I could get a story from you, or do you have the time? I don't know if I have the time, buddy. Really? You know? I mean, it's, yeah, it's because two minutes, five minutes. Is it, the problem is that it takes up so much time to tell a story, <clears throat> yeah. you know, even if it's a short one, that if I do it, then that time is gone. Yeah. I'm sure you understand. So it's just, it's just hard for me to take that time, whatever it is. Say it's a minute, right? Yeah. Um, where we could be talking about something else or, or, uh, you know, it's just, it's just the recollection of it and then the retelling of it. The, the other thing is, if, if I save these stories, and I've got mm-hmm. some pretty good ones, yeah. You know, maybe this is, I feel like it's better for a foreign journalist, like in another continent or something like that. If they do a biography mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. the history of tours, you know, or, or a biography of, of people, of touring musicians, I guess it would be a multiple, what are you, what would you call that? That would be a multi-biography. So let's say someone in, uh, and you did say in a different, yeah, different countries. Or, or Australia, mm-hmm. uh, or New Zealand. Uh, th- this way, then, then I could save it for them, where it could be translated, yeah. and it might be that much more entertaining. Brazil, and with you, and and by the way, I think you're great. I'm just saying that if okay. I'm relaying these stories to you, then it just takes up time, which, which okay. I don't have and you don't have. Well, I do. I'm I'm home from tour, and my um, my family's actually. I kind of planned this to my family to be out of the house, and just thought I'd give you a this shot. Is, I I know well, you didn't give say you, you could for sure, but you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to give you a passive aggressive, generic band story, just so that we're done, and you you could just fill, you you get to fill in the blanks. All right, oh, and you can go in the blank, yeah. buddy, and you write, write in whatever you oh. want. We loaded in. Buddy, uh, okay, we all were, right. Uh, blank happened at the sound check, and uh, the sound guy was a blank type of character, and it was, you know, mm. here's my impression of him, and he had this kind of uh, accent, and then, uh, then um, uh, I don't know. And then uh, I, we went on stage, and then I couldn't believe blank. Uh-huh. All right, buddy. Oh, so just all right. The bike, so I'm good. I'm good. All right, I'm getting the message. All right. Thanks, Joe. It's good to hear from you. Yeah. You probably know Fred Armisen as a writer and comedian from Portlandia and SNL, but he's also a musician who's done his fair share of touring. In this episode, Fred and I share a few tour stories and our goofy insights of life on the road. Ruinous Media. This is Tour Story. What do you think about a little tour story for me? Sure. I purposefully, you know, tried not to think about it, and then when you texted this morning, I was like, okay, I should start thinking of something. So, yeah, I don't have a, you know, we toured, Transmouth toured a lot. And a lot of it, you know, we don't have any crazy party stories or we were pretty 
conservative in our, like, we just didn't bring a crew with us. It was just the four of us and our little cargo van. And, you know, we kept it pretty worky, you know, like where we were just going from city to city and trying to show up on time, show up on time or stop at whatever, a record store, a coffee shop. And you know what it's like to be on tour. And like, there's like a million things to say about the chaos of it and how hard it is to go get something to eat and, you know, with a group. And then if I also if I start getting into the nostalgia of the way things used to be, you know, <laughs> cell phones, yeah. it could, there's so much to say that I will, I will for real start sounding like, you know, someone from another time, which is fair. But, you know, driving around that much is definitely scary at times, you know, and, uh, because of the unknownness of it, you know, because there's so little do you know what was ahead of you? Just what you're met with at the other end is just can be pretty, uh, I guess funny, you know? Um, yeah. So, uh, so I'll try to think of, there's one concrete story that I have, but I know that's like totally like a, you know, a real story. And that is that we played in Berlin in what used to be East Berlin in whatever. And this is you know, trench, trench mouth. Trench mouth in like 1995. Yeah. And, we played at what I now see. Only now do I realize what was happening, but back then I I just couldn't quite tell. But it was a squat, you know. In Europe, uh-huh. the way they do squats is like they're really they just really do it. They really get into it, and um. So we showed up at this place, this building, and they're like, we took it over, and I, and now I look back, I'm like, well, how did we get booked? Or why did we get? Why did they want a band to play? And there was no, I think there was no running electricity. Not I think. I know there was no running electricity. Right. I've been to that, not that squat, but, well, maybe I have, but a squat with maybe, no electricity. Maybe as I describe it, you'll say this might be the place. But yeah, we showed up, and it's, I don't even know why people were at the show. I think maybe they all lived in the building or whatever. We load in, and it's kind of uh, starting to get dark, and the hallways were lit with, Torches, kerosene. So Medieval. Like kerosene. That really weird smell. Like, it, it's just like everything was with kerosene. You load it up. And then they fed us, right? And I should be thankful for this, but, you know, we walk into this room and there's this big table full of food. I'm like, oh, I love Europe. Look at all yes. this bread and cheese and it's just Europe. But then... Now I look back and I'm like, I think that was found food. Oh, dumpster. I so, think it was dumpster diving because of the size of it and the right. randomness of it. You know, I'm just like, that pile was just too big, big pile of food. <laughs> and then we played and we're playing. I don't, I guess they had generators for the electricity, right? We're playing and the crowd sort of, the, the the middle of the crowd opened up so that there was one man there with two chains with balls, metal balls at the end of the chains, and he started swinging them, uh, and they were on fire. So he, he wasn't angry or anything. He was, it was this mentality of, like, we're all part of the show. You know, we're all, the, we're all uh, participants. Right. So... He was swinging the, this, these chains with fireballs, and we could feel the um, 
flames, the heat from it, and it seems very dangerous. Yeah. And then Damon, our singer, was like, um, he had to say to him, uh, I think he called him the fire guy. Hey, fire guy, <laughs> you mind not doing that while we're playing? I don't even know how he took it. The guy stopped, but it was the most I felt like a homeless person. Because you know, that, that night we were right. in whatever room they... I remember it was so dark. I was like, I think this is a room I'm sleeping in. So that's one tour story that I like because it was just the, the insanity of it. So nowhere in the story is like, and then our fans showed up, or, and they were so happy right. to hear this one song. I know. What, like, I can't imagine making money from it compared to all the work you've got to put into it. I mean, it, the only reason they exist is because, because of passion and love, like, because yeah. someone really wants to do it. Otherwise, it must be a logistical, just a nightmare on top of a nightmare. Yeah. Kind of a just get them on stage kind of a thing. Yeah. Just get them on stage and make sure there's not a fire. Yeah. Can you imagine the responsibility? Yeah. For everyone's safety and cleanliness and, oh, my God, I can't imagine. Every day, like, okay, well, now there's going to be four food trucks, but they need this and they need this kind of plumbing for their water. I just can't imagine dealing with any of it. God bless you. You could wallpaper the side of a building with the emails. The side of a, oh, the biggest building in the world. Can those, you imagine? The emails. Can you imagine? <laughs> the short The one? amount of emails. <laughs> including, okay, got it. Yeah. Well, we'll, got, we'll got be there the day before. Got it. Henry will be there. To, Henry will meet you. He'll be, and he'll get you guys in. Got it. PM or AM? Yeah, PM or AM. Oh, my God, I should have told you. No, 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 AM, AM, AM. And then, like, the insurance policy ones that are just, like, with oh, uh, lawyers sure. speak with $1 million and all these. They need it. And, it and, and it's necessary. You yeah, know, see. safety, this, and fire, and make sure the inspection for the fire and the grass and yeah. the trees exits, wristbands. Bathrooms. The, the bathroom situation. I don't understand how it ever comes together. I know. And when they're not disastrous and the backstage is actually like whatever, half of what you've asked is there and it's comfortable, it's amazing. Agreed. It is really nice. And then sometimes you're just in some little outdoor area and you're seeing a friend you haven't seen in a long time. And then for the moment, it's like, this is kind of nice. Yeah. I got so and so. I haven't seen this person in a long time. People seem to be happy. I can hear music. Definitely not too loud. Yeah. Um, it, there is something. It does when it's peaceful and when it works out. I, it is. It can be a like I. It's it's always good memories. Like oh, I, I remember that we saw whoever backstage and it was great. And get to see some good bands and wander out and see whoever. Look at your swag bags. Little rag bag, sunglasses, 
sunglasses, headphones, and then you go home Sunscreen. and you have a nice day. Yeah. And a tote bag. Yeah, and a tote bag. because we were like a sort of mixed race band. Mm-hmm. So every time we went to Canada, they really went through our stuff. And we went to Italy, they really went through our stuff. Um, yeah, was it the Vancouver border? Every Canadian border. Okay. Going both ways. Um, Vancouver, sure, uh, Winnipeg. They really... I remember we brought... T- I mean, we made... We were such a little band. We were not, we had nothing. We were just a little teeny band. And we had our t-shirts, you know, we brought our t-shirts over. They really hassled us. Just, uh, hey, yeah. this is commercial goods. Even though they're correct. I'm like, oh my God, we're just a little band. I don't know. What do we have? You know, a hundred t-shirts? Right. Like trench belt? You have to, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, yeah, write down the, you know, how much were we planning on making? Uh, they're Technically, they're correct. I just felt so, like, why us? And coming back yeah. to another mountain of, not as much, but another, you know, they'd question us as to where we're going. Can you stop in here, pull over? I love that we weren't into drugs. I loved when they couldn't find anything. I loved it. Yeah. It great. Knock yourselves out. I know. And I don't, I was never in a band that was into drugs either. And that was always... Mostly, especially in Canada and the States, it was always, it did give at least me some confidence. Every once in a while I'd worry, like, did someone's weed or some other person's weed wind up in our van? I hope yeah. not. <laughs> yeah, yeah and you never then, know. Or, and then my other paranoia was, even though we weren't carrying drugs across, like, the Swiss border and the Italian borders were always really hard. And my and my paranoia on those was like, oh, uh, we're going to, they're going to plant something, you know. <laughs> they used to trick us at the Italian borders all the time and tell us there were drugs. But Paul, they didn't know Paul from Black Art Procession, or, or they didn't assume we could speak Italian. But Paul grew up in Sicily, so he could understand what was going on. Oh, really? Yeah. Is that scarier? It was, he never spoke up, and I don't remember, I mean, maybe he did a couple times, but generally speaking, he wouldn't say anything. Because they were like 19-year-old guys with machine guns. <laughs> right, and, right. And in the end, and they looked like models, you know, and we'd be up in yeah. the, I remember it was always in the Italian Alps going to, uh, I think that goes into, Switzerland, I think. Anyways, it was always like, these guys are so scary. And they would kind of fuck with us for sure. Oh, I'm so glad to hear this. But in the end, we'd never... No, in the end, it would be like they'd just be laughing. Yeah. It was like really clear. And you wanted to be like, guys, can you just not do this right now? Can we just 
Joe. He wanted to yeah. say that, but you had to play there silly. Like, it was like a, I mean, it was like theater for them, I'm assuming. I guess. It's what a weird target. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's exa- I remember really having to go to the bathroom. Same right. experience. Um, and they were young. I do remember that. They were young. I wasn't like, look at these dumb old guys. They were so, like, chiseled that I was like, yeah. Wow, they're... Um, Damon, we came away from one airport in Italy, and Damon uh, had, like, these creeper shoes, you know, like sort of uh, thick-soled shoes. Yeah. And he's like, you know what? They cut into my shoe. There was, like, you know, they, they right. put a knife to it. He, he he didn't see them do it. He just noticed it. He's like, look at this. Yeah. They cut into my shoe. <laughs> oh, Canadians uh, x-rayed all of our x-rayed drum hardware. I mean. Yeah. I yeah. I used, to, I used to be a little bit snotty about, I think it was the Vancouver border, which still to me has always been the most difficult border. And yeah. I think it was partly because I was from the Northwest and I felt close to home and <laughs> right, right, right. or something, but I was always really, I mean, not to, uh, not to, uh, don't let us in the country, but I was always questioning them as politely as I could at the Vancouver border. Yeah. Like, okay, do you want me to unpack my drums for you? Cause you're taking all afternoon and we're going to miss our show or, yeah, you know, can we talk about this? What? Can I help you look for stuff? And one time, our merchandise was, we left our merch in Bellingham and brought a box over, and we're going to drive back and get it, which bands did. And we had one box of probably, yeah, CDs, and they wouldn't let us in without us paying almost more than they were worth. So oh, I wait, asked, wait. Is this going, is this going uh, to Vancouver or away from Vancouver? In, into Vancouver. Yeah, we had exactly the same problem. And I asked, the, I said, can, all right, we're going to come back tonight after our show. Can I leave these CDs here? And the first answer was, sure, but someone might steal them. And I said, I'm willing to take that chance. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that's, of course, being a little bit of a smart ass, but I was trying to be practical as well. Yeah. And And then I, like, I called their bluff, and the guy goes, no, you can't leave them here. And I was like, why? And then I said, I'm going to throw them away. And uh-huh. in the end, the guy goes, you can just take them. Ah. 30 minutes another later. Game. <laughs> I had a lot of snobbishness, too. I, I think I was very resentful. Only because, I yeah. mean, and this is just comes from being a musician. I'm like, I'm a musician. I'm not, I'm not the enemy. Right. You know. I mean, that's just snobbish. I'm just being snobby. And in coming back into the States, I was even more resentful because I was like, I'm from here. I don't want to be stopped for one second. I'm from here. Right. I'm, a, I'm an yeah, American. I, what, you're, you're hassling me? Right. And we're um, talking about it now like we were snobby or uh, cocky or something, but I think it's just because we're like, we are just working. We don't yeah. have drugs. And like, fuck you. We're, let us yeah. do our job. Yeah. Thank you for making our borders safe. Let us <laughs> right, right, right. Let us spread the word of rock and roll around. Yeah. And it also, yeah, because it also makes them seem so uncool. I'm like, 
<laughs> yeah. Aren't you, aren't you into bands? Oh, what? I know. <laughs> I know. Weird job. We were coming over um, from on the eastern side of Canada for, I don't remember where, but, you know, from eastern Canada and back up to New York. And this guy poked his head out and pointed at each of us in the van and asked where, where we were born, right, mm-hmm. one by one. Yeah. And he yeah. seemed kind of angry. And something about it really made us laugh in the moment. It just seemed so weird. We were a little stumped, you know. Where are you born? Right. Where are you born? Where are you born? And we just felt like grown-ups. We're like, we're grown-ups. What are you asking us? <laughs> and we started laughing, which we don't usually do like that. And they pulled us over. They said, pull your van over. I think it's because we were laughing. We were just, we couldn't. Oh, that's handle really it. rich. That's like yeah. saying, can you spell your name or something? Right. It just took us off. Yeah, it put us off guard. <laughs> also, someone pointing at each of us is weird. It's just a weird, right. you know. Yeah. It's very, it's very much like first grade or kindergarten or something. It's like, okay, Fred, can you spell Fred? Yeah. Um, we even had sure. a little hat. A little whatever, border crossing hat guy. It just seemed like a sketch. I always wanted to make a book about band arguments, right? Yeah. Because there's books about fights and legal battles and stuff. But I feel like I don't hear enough about the stupid little arguments that blow up for nothing. Right. And I'll just give you an example of mine, okay? Just This is great. Because just because I wish I could hear this about bigger bands, you know, like if, I don't know, Genesis or the police or what whoever went through this. But like we were in um Michigan, and there's the four of us. We had to sleep at someone's house. I tried to take care of the van as much as I could. Oil changes, getting it washed, getting um, tune-ups. Just, I, I just liked, I liked doing it, right? So when it looked like we needed an oil change or a tune-up, I would, the van would be staying somewhere. I would take the day, whatever, mm-hmm. I'm going to go get this done. The only way... Um, into town was for, with the van. So uh, Wayne wanted to go have breakfast, but I left early to go get the van worked on. Right. So he really got mad at me. So, like, oh. it's one of the bigger arguments we – I think it's one of the most shouty arguments we, we had, confrontational, where when he finally saw me, he's like, I wanted to go into town and have breakfast. You can't go doing these errands. Uh, and he might be right. I was a lot of times, food food has a lot to do with, now that I'm remembering, food has a lot to do with those arguments. Hang, hangriness. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, and I understand. Yeah. My argument was like, hey, this is the only time I had. You're, you should be thanking me that I'm the guy who goes out, and, which is me being like a martyr, you know. Yeah. And I was like, I'll, I'll, I'm going to go do this. So if he wasn't, he wasn't wrong, and I should have just, said, hey, you know, I should have announced it more and made a big, or I could have given him a ride. Anyway, that was our big argument. It was like, I, I, look what I do. And, you know, that's, that's the crux, I think, of a lot of um, 
argument is right. I this is what I do. Yeah, but I need this. So it's it's not the most exciting story, but I feel like that's the real that is really being in a band is that. Yes, that's small. That's the main. That's most of being in a band is. Why didn't you tell me? Yes, that reminds me of a mad at my guitarist and he being mad at me for probably two days where we actually the reveal of our anger was that we had to apologize to each other but but get this it was we had a day off we had a a fan who ended up being a friend of the band invite us over it was the once in every ten houses nice house and we went to the supermarket on the day off to make a feast and mark the guitarist was kind of the cook of the band and he really wanted (laughs) oh man he really wanted yellow bell peppers (laughs) oh boy this pasta primavera thing he was making and i had already purchased two green bell peppers (laughs) God. And when I found out, I was like, Mark, I got green. I, I was actually back in the store with my bag, and I was like, don't get yellows, get green. He goes, we're not using green bell peppers. And I believe with the bell pepper stand between us, he threw a yellow one at me and went and checked out. Now, when I say wow or oh, my God, I really <laughs> oh, my God. Like, oh. that is... Absolutely the classic, on so many levels, that is the classic band argument. Because it's, it's also him being like, I, this is my specialty. Yeah, and he was right, and I should, he was my roommate, I should have known that. Mm, no one was right or wrong, because he, he also, it was his role, role to be like, you know what buddy, Let's, it's gonna be Game Pepper, so what, we're good. It's gonna be yeah. Yummy. Like we, that's the whole, you're supposed to compromise and say, oh, it's not perfect. But that is absolutely like I'm doing you a favor. I'm doing you a favor. <laughs> and then everyone's mad. I can remember everything and I can remember the vibe of the apology before the show so we didn't have a bad bad show. You know, but I can't I wish I could remember the specific words cuz it was probably like sorry about the pepper thing. <laughs> can you imagine? I know. All over making a meal. Oh, my God. Have you ever flaked on a show because the show was flaking on you? So it it looks like this. We showed up to New Orleans, right? It was hot and, and uh, pretty muggy. We showed up to this club, and there was no promotion for the show, really. There's, it was just yeah. sort of like we showed up, and there was kind of a bartender there. You know, we started loading in. I'm like, oh, there's no flyers or anything. And the bartender goes, if you want a sound man, uh, here's a card. There's your phone number of someone who can come in. You know what I mean? Like, clearly, yeah. they weren't to have a show. They were like, you, you find a sound man. And we just got, we're like, let's just go. It just doesn't seem like they're anticipating us. There's no one around. 
let's just go get a hotel and we're, we're you know, or whatever, motel, and I think this is not a show. Right. And that was it. We just, we just sort of left. I, I never, and, you know, I never heard anything. That's the last I ever heard of it. No one ever said, hey, where, what happened? There was nothing. Yeah. No, yeah. You know, I, I know, and I, I just can't remember it. It's just very deep in my memory of actually just packing up and going, all right, well, let's, uh, let's use our personal savings and get a hotel and watch some TV. You know, Seriously. and, and you, take showers. You've experienced this. Yeah, I just can't remember specifically, but one time we did show up, we unpacked, we realized there's so many crazy details in between. We packed back up, we hung out for a while, some things happened, and we unpacked again. We moved the show, which was a partial pack-up, and ended up playing an amazing show. But we oh, only nice. left, left twice because it wasn't happening. Yeah, that's nice. And, and by some miracle, it happened, and it was this crazy show. But that's organic, were, and that's really nice. That's like you know, that's like a you know you're supposed to be playing. Yeah, but like when you were telling me that story of showing up at the bar, how many times you show up at the bar and you you're there and it's five, you've either shown up to the town four hours earlier. And you've exhausted all resources, so hey, let's check out the venue. Maybe I can fix right. up my snares. Right. <laughs> and then, but no one's there. Yeah. That great smell of bleach and. Uh, oh my God! You know yeah, that smell? bleach or sort of uh, chemically lysol fruity smell. Yes. But bleach, really bleach. But then, yeah, whatever Windex or. Oh, and the stickers. My memory of the 90s is stickers. Just stickers. Every band, yeah. the stickers, stickers, backstage, <laughs> stickers, 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 stickers. How many stickers did the 90s make? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Everywhere. Uh, everywhere. The back of the door. Sticker, 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 sticker. The front of the door. The back of front the door. The front of the door. Why? I'm you know. The Whatever band. Guitar cases. I remember <laughs> at some point getting sick. It's like, no, I don't want a million stickers. I'm like, but I do want some specific stickers to yeah. maybe make my drum cases look cool. And maybe I am in on that band called Fiddlehead from Austin that no one's heard of yet or something like that. Yeah. You know, trying to curate my, my drum case. Oh, my Lord. Uh, All the designs. Oh, I know. Just the graphic design of the 90s. They used it all. Didn't they use all the graphic design in the 90s? Yeah, they just finished it out. Yeah. Fuel, whatever the band. I know. Well, fuel has got to be number one, right? Fuel. Yeah. The Fuel Fuel. Cafe, which got co-opted, it seems, just to a sticker that says Fuel in the same font. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's the band fuel. And then the ones with the 90s, this nine zero. Oh, Do you yeah. remember those? They were very, they were common. Yeah. Oh, a lot of typeface, like typewriter face. Okay. Yeah. Just a yeah. million, a million, a million, a million. Fuel is That's another whole, like, there's the wall, there's the building wall 
of email exchanges for a festival. And then there should be another building wall of banned stickers. The, yes. Yes. Oh, that. It could, you could build a building out of those. It could be, yes, it could. It could be thick. It could be thick with stickers, with the strength of uh, steel. You know what it is, though. You build that building, and it's not big. It's house size, and of course, it's not going to withstand. Maybe, well, let's say it's super strong, but it's not going to be tested. But it is the silent disco at the festival. Oh. This is a, we've got a whole thing, a complete picture going. Hey, Fred, are we, what time should we meet at the 90s silent disco? Well, I'll be uh, there at 4.30. Okay, well, I'll see you there then. We'll look there. at the stickers. Should we look at the stickers first or, oh, the inside is stickers too, though. Oh, oh yeah. boy. There's layers and layers of stickers. It's almost like the Vietnam War Memorial where <laughs> some people will go to try to find their sticker like, oh, there it is. Oh. Amphetamine reptile. I can't believe that. Wait, do you think that's actually from our van? I think it is. <laughs> I think it's from our van. Look at that. Okay, well, I'll well, let you go. Uh, all right. I hope you've got something there. Oh, yeah. We've got a lot of stuff. It's going to be great. I really appreciate it. It's going to be fun. It's been fun talking about this stuff. We can, I'll do this anytime you're free. Yeah. Thanks for including me. And I'm glad you yeah. found the time to do it. Thanks to Fred for the stories and the hilarious observations. To hear more stories, check out ruinousmedia.com. And don't forget about our companion episode, The Check-In. All at ruinousmedia.com. Slash! Tour stars! <laughs>